a very, very, very wise man named Frank Zappa once said, The mind is like a parachute. It does not work if it is not open. Very deep, I know. Now let's talk. Hello, my name is Olivia Guevara, and welcome to my podcast, Genius Theory. This is a podcast where I'll be talking about mental health, spirituality, conspiracies, and just life in general. A theory, by definition, is a group of connected ideas that are intended to explain something. With that being said, every episode will revolve around a set of ideas that will come together to form a unique genius theory. Keep in mind that theories don't always necessarily equal the absolute truth. These are just my personal beliefs about life that I've accumulated over time. So thank you for listening. I appreciate your time. And I hope you learned something new today. Okay. Hi, guys. This is very weird because I have a podcast now. But... I'm so glad that you decided to listen to my podcast. This is going to be very exciting. I'm very excited. But um, yeah, welcome to episode one. This is called Let's Start at the End. But before I start anything, I want to give a quick thank you to two people who helped me out with this podcast. Um, The first one is Morgan Derby. She made the podcast art for me, so thank you for that. And I also want to thank Dean Saraceno for making the beat in the beginning of my podcast. So yeah, you're probably wondering why I decided to do this. (laughs) And it's because I, for a long time, I was like, you know what? I really just want to be like a TED, I want to be on like TED Talk or something. Like I want to give a TED Talk. And then I was like, wait, I want to be famous. And like, I want to be an inspirational speaker. I want to be a motivational speaker. But then I was like, all right, that's so unrealistic what can I actually do like right now and I was like oh my god I can just make a podcast and like see if people listen to it or not so like this is like a little this is like a little experiment to see how it goes but um yeah so um my main goal for this podcast is just for you as a listener to actually like get something out of what I'm telling you and learn something based on my thoughts And for you to just grow as a person, you know. I really want you to grow as a person. (laughs) Okay, so I am bad at organizing things, but I try to organize this podcast in a way that, in a way so that everything kind of will just build on each other. So this episode is going to be kind of boring, kind of like basic and like simple, I guess. Like a little bit of common knowledge, but just wait and it'll get more exciting and more complex and more whatever. Um, I want to start out by talking about stuff like awareness and mental health. And I want to like branch out into talking about things like spirituality, law of attraction, self-improvement. I want to discuss drugs, of course, the butterfly effect, the Mandela effect, and even what I think or what I have found the meaning of life to be so very exciting I'm not going to give away all my ideas but that's kind of like what I want to do for this podcast 
But yeah, so today's genius theory is that the journey of life or just life itself is a circle. Everything is a circle. So with that being said, let's just get right into it. And let's start when we're born. So everyone knows how conception works. You know, our parents, whatever, egg meets sperm. We are conceived in our mother's womb. We develop in the womb and we're born and we're a person. And we can show our physical selves to the world. We can cover up ourselves with clothing. We can express ourselves with clothing. Um, basically, we can choose how much of ourselves we want to reveal. Or we, we can basically just choose how much of our bodies we would like to reveal to the world. And the opposite of that is our mind. And our mind is like our present state, our thoughts, how we act. It's like different things that we like to do, different things that we don't like to do. Um, our opinions and our thoughts and whatever. And in the same way that you can cover up your body and expose your body and however different and whatever ways you like with clothing, you can also cover up and hide or you can expose your mind to the world. Think about that. Just think about that for a minute. You can choose what the world and you can choose what the people who know you get to know about you. Like, that's why not all your friends are going to know all the secret, dark things about your life. Because you can pick what you want people to know about you. Which is very cool. And very interesting. But anyway, that's the main thing. Opposite of our physical selves is our internal selves, our mind. And even beyond those two things is our soul. Our consciousness, our existence. And if you go on Google and if you look up what a soul is, it says in many religions and in philosophical and mythological traditions, the soul is the incorporeal essence of a living being. It is the mental abilities of a living being. So basically that's like our reason, our memories, our character, our feelings, our perception, all that stuff. And in theology, our soul is what partakes in divinity and it is what is considered to survive the death of the body. Which is like kind of deep. And third, Buddhists believe that our soul is not permanent. But instead, they believe that our energy is reborn. Rather than us having a one, a limited soul. Which is why you hear people say, talk about things like, Oh, I knew you in a past life. Or things like that. So there's a ton of different ideas. There's a ton of different um, opinions. It's it's a very abstract like concept, and it's a very abstract idea having a soul. Well, actually, it's not an idea. It's a fact. Yes, we as humans have souls. We have our mind, our body, and our soul. And over time, these things develop, and over time, all three of these things grow and change, and they're all affected by the world around us. But obviously everyone's different and we can see this and different people's different styles and different things that people like and different opinions that people have. And this is where the first thing that I want to bring in, the first like idea or whatever that I want to talk about is the idea or the argument of the blank slate versus the innate behavior. And like 
the argument of which one is right, which one is it. And so basically, philosopher John Locke says that all the knowledge that we have comes only from our experience. And he says that when we're born, our mind is a blank slate, and that as we grow up, we kind of just fill ourselves and fill our minds with ideas as we experience the world through our five senses. So that's just one argument that I'm going to come back to. Um, even though I don't necessarily agree with it, I'm just giving you that information. Keep it in the back of your mind for now. Um, the next one that I want to bring up is the argument of nature versus nurture. And that's just basically asking, like, what has more weight over the development of your personality? Is it nature, which is, like, kind of just who you are, or nurture, the environment around you? And I think they're both important. And I have a little example of, let's start out with nature. So here's an example. There's a lot of things about my personality that I get from my dad. So, for example, my dad has a lot of trouble focusing. Hence, I have a huge trouble focusing in school or in conversations or whatever I'm doing. And for my mom, she's very, like, detail-oriented and she's very, like, pays attention to, like, little details. And so when I do, like, creative things, I'm the same way and I, like, have to make everything super perfect and whatever. So those are just two examples of two things that I get from each of my parents. But the bottom line is that they make me who I am. And those characteristics are genetic. And also a lot of mental illnesses or a lot of mental disorders are also genetic in the same way that our physical characteristics are genetic. Um, so for a long time, researchers have known that our genes influence our mental state and our mental illnesses that we may or may not develop. And five years ago, for example, um, it was found that people with autism, schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, depression, and attention deficit hyperactivity disorder frequently share certain DNA variations. So that is a lot to take in, but, but um, yeah. And so when people get evaluated by like a therapist or a psychiatrist, they always ask about family history of mental illness or family history of substance abuse. Um, because obviously you're going to inherit those things from your parents. The same way that you can get eye color or hair texture or skin tone from your parents, you also inherit certain ways of thinking. So that is the nature side of the argument. But in terms of nurture or your environment, they also have a huge impact on how you develop and who you become as a person and character development and brain development and mind development. Um, it's basically just what you go through and what you see and what you learn and the people that you meet. And yeah. So I believe, I heard this like little saying, I must have been in like seventh grade, I was super young. This little saying that everything we experience in life is either a blessing or a lesson. So everything we experience in life is either a great experience and you're very grateful for it, or it's horrible and it sucks, but you learn something from it. Or it can be both, which is kind of confusing, but that's still a possibility. And I also saw a post on Instagram, and it said, you either get bitter or you get better. 
You take what's dealt to you and you allow it to make you a better person or you allow it to tear you down. The choice does not belong to fate, it belongs to you. So I saw that and I was like, damn, that's deep. But then I started to think about it and I was like, oh my God, it's actually like really, really true and it's very relatable. But basically, I believe that we kind of just have to realize that everything you experience in your entire span of life is teaching you something. Every person we meet teaches us something and every problem we face or every opportunity we have is going to teach us something, whether you know it or whether you acknowledge it or not. And what I think you have to do is ask yourself, what are you choosing to learn? I feel like a lot of times we're taught things, but we can still refuse to learn it, if that makes sense. Think about it like in terms of school, especially high school for me. I remember like cramming. I remember I'd be like, oh, I had this psych test, like seventh period, and it would be fifth period and I hadn't studied for it. So I would be like, all right, I'm just going to cram for it like in the next two periods. And then I would know it for like a couple hours, take the test, whatever. And right after the test, I would just forget whatever I had just shoved into my brain. And it's because I chose to forget about it because it didn't have any meaning and it wasn't relevant to me. It was just a stupid thing for a test. But I feel like we can kind of just have that same mindset towards things that happen to us in life. We can be taught things through things that we experience and we can refuse to actually learn it and understand it because we just don't think it's important or we just it's just not something that we agree with or things just aren't going the way that we want them to but it's I mean life is so crazy because the thing about life is that it's gonna force this one lesson into your life again and again until you finally stop being a little until you stop like just put your ego aside like once you just stop having such a thick skull and you wake up and realize oh my god I was so oblivious to this lesson that I was being taught like it's gonna keep happening you're gonna keep going through the same shit until you realize this is what you were doing wrong and it's so weird because we always or I feel like we usually learn a lesson or we usually understand whatever we're going through it doesn't, we don't get that understanding and we don't get that insight until weeks or months or even years after it happens when we're like looking back on it and analyzing the situation in our brain as we always do as people. Everyone, everyone's like, oh, hindsight is twenty twenty. Like hindsight, in hindsight, things are so obvious that were not obvious at the time. Does that make sense? Am I making sense right now? Like... We're, we're more able, we're better able to evaluate our past choices looking back at it than the time that we were actually in that circumstance. You know what I mean? And it's so weird how that works out. I feel like when you're in that situation, when you're in a, think of like a tough or like a really bad situation you were in and you like had to make a choice. I hate making decisions. I literally despise making decisions. But think about like a time that you really had to make a hard choice, like either picking a school to go to, picking a major that you were going to decide on, making a choice in a relationship, making a choice in a friendship. Any it could it could be anything. Think of a choice, a big choice that you had to make and you were like freaking out and like you were just on edge all the time because it was like pissing you off or whatever. 
at the time that you were making that choice, it seems like the world is, like, falling apart and crumbling, and you're like, oh, my God, like, this is the worst thing ever. But look at look at that situation now. It seems, it kind of just seems like the answer was so obvious all along. But, of course, that's because you're looking at the past with the knowledge that you now have from the present. My dad used to, when I was a kid, my dad used to always tell me that, Life is a teacher that gives you the test first and it teaches you the lesson after. And when I was a kid, I was like, yeah, whatever. I was like 10 or like 12 when he would tell me this. And like, I was so young and like naive and innocent. And I'd be like, yeah, whatever. But now that I think about it, life is a teacher that gives you, gives you the test first and the lesson after. It's so, so true. And you kind of just grow up and you have, like, these real experiences and these, like, deep realizations. And it kind of all makes sense. But anyway, that was a random little anecdote for you. That is the nurture side of it. So basically, I think that all of that kind of just connects to the blank slate versus the innate behaviors argument. And I don't really think either one by itself is true. But this is what I do think. I, I do think that we're born blank, if you want to see it that way. Like, if you want to call it that, we're born as a blank. If you want to visualize it, we're kind of, we kind of, like, start out as a blank piece of paper. But a unique, a, a uniquely shaped piece of paper. You know, like, my piece of paper is not going to be the same shape as your piece of paper. But that's okay, because we're different. And you know what? Embrace being different. <laughs> but yeah basically okay that's the visual I want you to have everyone we all start out as a blank uniquely shaped piece of paper we're all different and the way that we experience life based on our shape is going to be different and the things that we experience in life and the different like challenges and the different things that we go through in life is kind of life throwing its paint on us or like decorating us and designing us in different ways. And we so we all have different experiences. We're all going to be painted in different ways. And as we go through life, or I should say as we grow through life, we get to be we start to get more color painted on us. We get more colorful, we get more ideas and we get more ways of thinking. And at the end of time, if you want to look at it this way, at the end of time, when everyone's painting is lined up, everyone's picture is going to look so different because of who we are and because of the things that we faced. But yes, it's all different, but it's so unique and it's so, like, it's so beautiful, you know? It really is beautiful. <laughs> Some of these things I'm saying are, like, so cringe, but, like, no, but like, yeah, but like, it makes sense, you know? You grow up, you learn, you change, you develop. And in the same way that your body grows and develops as you go through puberty or whatever, grow up and you build muscle and whatever, your body will grow and develop. So does your mind. Your mind is going to grow and develop. And your soul is going to grow and develop. So... You've probably heard this little thing, or you've probably seen like a little visualization of this, 
when you see people that you haven't seen in a long time and the person says you've changed, your, your response should be, you're supposed to. Like, you're supposed to change. You're not just supposed to become this one person and develop this one way of thinking and stick with it your entire life. That's so boring. No one wants that. You're supposed to always be growing and developing and getting new thoughts and ideas and perspectives on lives and meeting new people and trying new things. Otherwise, what's the point? Life is so life is going to be so freaking boring if you don't do anything and just keep the same mentality your whole life. Are you kidding me? No one wants to do that. But yeah, we're constantly growing and the thing with this constant growth and this like constant evolution, you never know what state you're in. Like you may think you know, but really you don't. So right now, you could think that you're thriving and you could think that you're very successful and you can be like, oh, look at me, I'm like doing my own thing. Or you could be the complete opposite and you could feel very lost and confused and depressed, whatever. It doesn't matter where you are right now. When you look back at this moment that you're experiencing and when you look back at your mindset and when you look back at your circumstances right now, it's going to look a lot different from the way that you're perceiving it right now. The same way that I was just explaining before, think when you were thinking back to that big decision you had to make and you were like, oh, what do I do? And then when you look back at it now, the answer was so obvious and you were you're probably like, oh, why was I ever tripping over that? It's the same thing. I'll give you an example. So this past fall when I went to school, I was like, I remember thinking, I was like, dude, I'm like high off of life right now. Like I'm literally thriving. I'm doing so well. Like I felt unstoppable and everything was going right until it wasn't because I realized how much was wrong in my life. And for such a long time, I was just ignoring it and refusing to believe it was true or like refusing to acknowledge it. But, yeah, in the moment, I had no idea what was wrong because I refused to be aware of it. And I refused to be aware of my own self and aware of my mental state. And I refused to acknowledge and control my problems until they started to control me. And now, yes, I'm in a much better spot. I'm not 100%, but honestly, I don't think anyone is ever 100%. Like, no one's ever going to be the absolute perfect person with a perfect body and a perfect mind and a perfect soul. Like, honestly, we're just a work in progress. Our little painting is always going to be a work in progress. It's, it's just an endless journey that never stops. And you're always supposed to be learning and growing and taking in life, taking in more life and learning from it. And you're going to have good times and you're going to have bad times. And one thing is going to follow the other around, just like a circle. And I want you to get this, like, I want you to start to have this, like, visualization of a circle in your head right now. And put your life in this circle. And think about things start, one thing starts in your life, one door opens. It's very exciting, it's very new, it goes well. And sometimes it comes to an end and it sucks. But guess what? Then you open another door and the cycle restarts. And you open another door and it's very good and you enjoy it. And then sometimes it comes to an end and it sucks and you hate it. And then another and another and it goes on and on and on like a circle. So I want you to have this 
picture or this image of a circle in your head. Because I think a circle honestly represents everything about life. Like, you can compare anything in life to a circle. Even, even like, you know, the circle of life, like that song from The Lion King. Or wait, is it The Lion King? I think it is. Okay, I didn't watch it. <laughs> I didn't watch The Lion King. But I think it's from The Lion King. Basically, and basically it just says that the circle of life is not a concrete thing that you can just point to or look at. It's more of like, it's more of just a symbolic term for the series of events that kind of just unfold on earth and the series of events that bring us from the womb to the tomb, if you want to say that, or like from the cradle to the grave, and it brings us through ups and downs and love and misfortune and so on. And yeah, that's just one example. You hear things about life being a circle all the time, but like no one chooses to acknowledge it and no one chooses to apply it to their life. Like when people say things come full circle, if you say that something has come full circle or has turned full circle, you're basically just saying that after such a long time or like a series of events or changes that the same situation that you started with still exists. So like a lot of times with fashion or with clothes or with trends, people are like, oh, that came full circle or like, wow, that actually came around again. Like scrunchies. I remember when scrunchies became so popular, like in high school, I think my mom was like, why are you buying that? Like that's from when I was a kid or whatever. And I was like, I don't know, like, it's in style. Like, don't judge, I want to wear it. Isn't that weird how it, it was almost, like, looked down upon for such a long time, and then it became so popular again? Like, it's weird, man. It's really weird. Even, even like, when people say, oh, what goes around comes around. It's like a little proverb. It basically just says, the consequences of one's actions will have to be dealt with eventually. And that's why I don't understand how people don't believe in karma. Karma is karma says that the sum of a person's actions in this and the previous states of existence are viewed as deciding their fate in future existences. And if you if you're not someone who believes in like past lives or past and future selves or anything like that, I guess it can be like kind of a hard thing to grasp or kind of a hard thing to accept. But even if you don't see it that way and even if you just see it as like more of a linear or like more of like a cyclical thing, like if you treat this one person poorly, it's going to come back to you. Yeah, it is going to come back to you. And if you put kindness out into the world every single day and if you treat every person with kindness, they're going to give you kindness right back. So it never stops and life never stops. And you as a person, you are never going to stop growing. So as I said before, I hope you have this visual of a circle in your head. This like constant flow of up and down and around and good and bad and highs and lows. And this guaranteed uncertainty. That's like the only thing in life that is constant. It's change. And you should have security and you should have comfort in knowing that the only thing that is certain in life is change. Because as you go around this circle of life, you're gonna learn and you're gonna struggle and you're gonna succeed and you're gonna go with the flow and you're gonna take things in and you have to remember to be aware of what's happening to you and be aware of 
how your mind and how your body and how your soul is being affected by the things that are going on around you. And you have to remember that it doesn't matter what you go through in life, you're always just going to go back to where you started. So when I say, let's start at the end, like the name of this podcast is Let's Start at the End. Really, there is no place to start and there is no place to end. Because it's just right now. It's just you listening to me right now. It's just me telling you these words right now. Like me just brain vomiting my thoughts right now to you. That's the only thing that is existing. So you kind of just start where you are now. And you go around and you go through all the ups and downs just like a circle. And you go back to where you started. This is like your journey. This is what life is, a circle. And this journey, if you want to call it that, of life, has no right answers. It has no right way to do things. You can never really ask people for help. Or you can never really ask people for how to do things or how to live your life. Or ask them what to do with your life. Because no one is living your life except for you. And no one's in the position that you're in except for you. And no one has the specific knowledge. No one has these opinions and ideas that you're going to have in your brain. And no one has had the experiences that you've had. And no one has the genetic makeup of your brain. The differences that we have as people, like the extent to which we are different as people, is so crazy. Like, it's actually so obscure. Like, it's disturbing how different, how different our minds are and how different our experiences are and how unique we are. I cannot trust that enough. I cannot trust that enough. It's just hitting me right now. So I'm like, damn, I'm like, this is wild. But, like, I want you to really think about there is absolutely no one like you, which is so crazy. We're so unique and we're so different. It is so crazy. And as you go through life, I hope I'm not yelling right now. I think I'm just like started to yell a little bit. I just got so excited. But anyway, as you go through life, you seriously have to realize that everything is up to you because it is your life. Everyone's life is so different. And everything that you do in your life is completely up to you. You have complete control over your life. It is your life. You can do whatever the heck you want to do. I'm trying not to curse here. This is your life. You you go through the circle and you're on the track and you go around and around and sometimes you're going to feel lost and you're going to crave the truth and you're going to be like, oh, I hate this or I, oh, I wish I knew what to do. I wish I had the truth right now. Someone give me the truth. But honestly, you want to hear a secret? I know you do want to hear it. So I'm going to tell you, my secret is that the truth does not exist. Everyone's idea of the truth is always going to be so different and everyone's idea of the truth is going to be so biased based on their own unique experiences and based on their own opinions. And the it, I know it doesn't make sense, like, biased truth, but that's just how it is. The truth is so different and objective and unique and... That's the same thing for your experience. What you see as the truth and what you accept as the truth is going to vary based on your experiences and based on your opinions. And that's why your experience of life and your journey of life is so unique to you 
and for only you to figure out. So think about, think about yourself and think about your opinions right now and think about your like political views or just think about your thoughts on life and your thoughts on people. And I want you to think of something that you're very passionate about. Think of something that is like a relatively known idea, but something that you feel that you have very strong insight on or something that you just know a lot about. So think of that idea or think of that whatever. And now I want you to think about someone else in your life who may see this idea differently than you. And now I want you to kind of just imagine a little triangle in your head. And I want you to put yourself at the bottom left corner of this triangle. And I want you to put this person at the opposite bottom right corner of the triangle. They're opposite to you. And I want you to take this idea that you're passionate about or this idea that you have lots of knowledge on at the top of the triangle. So now it's the ideas at the top, you're at the bottom left, and this person's at the bottom right. The way that you're looking up at this idea will never be the same way that this other person opposite to you sees this idea. You may take this idea, or you may see this idea as like the absolute truth, and you might take this idea as like the Bible, or like your holy grail, or like you may live by this one idea. You may like worship this one idea or whatever it is. You know what I'm trying to get at. The way that you see this idea will never be the same way that the other person sees this idea. Because the way that you view things and the way that you view this one idea is going to be completely different and completely unique based on your experiences and based on your innate beliefs. So just remember that everything is up to you and... You know everything because it is your life. Everything that you have learned up to this point and everything that you are ever going to know in this lifetime is yours. And you have to make it yours and you have to do everything that you can with that information. And this circle of life and this circle of you learning things is never going to stop. It is constantly ongoing forever and for all eternity because that's all you're going to know. All you're going to know is your life. From the moment you're alive to the moment you die, everything you're ever going to know exists within your time of life. And that is going to be your existence forever. So make everything that you do and make everything that you learn your truth. Other people are going to try, as you grow up and as you like meet new people and as you do new things, people are going to try to fill you with their own biased truth based on their own failures. People are going to try to bring you down and people are going to tell you that you can't do certain things. But like, why are you going to listen to it? And why are you going to listen to like the garbage that they're feeding you? If you know that their idea of the truth is never going to align with what you know to be the truth. That's all I'm saying. That is all I'm going to say. I've already said too much. <laughs> so to sum it up, life is crazy. Life is a journey. You have to learn from it. You have so much knowledge in your brain, in your little mind up there, knocking around. You have so much knowledge. I cannot stress that enough. You are so unique. You are so different. You are so special. You know 
what your best life can be. No one else does. Forget what anyone else is going to tell you about your life. What is that? Why are they going to comment on your life? Let them comment on their own life. Let them feel bad about their own life. All you have control over is this moment. And all you have control over is your life. But that's all I'm going to say. Basically, to sum it up, to sum up everything that I just said, all these crazy ideas that I just said, life is crazy. But we know that. Life is a journey, but we know that. Life, you know that saying? Ew, it's so cringe. The saying where it's like, life is about the journey, not the destination. It's so cringe, but like, it's like a little hidden meaning. Like, life is about the journey, not the destination. Yeah, because there is no destination. There's no end. Everything will come back around. Every day you're being shaped, and every day, like I said before, you're paint is being added to your little picture there's only right now and only this moment exists and the only thing that's important is what you choose to do with it so don't worry about the past it already happened you can't change that and don't worry about the future because it's out of your control focus on right now because that is what you have control over so yeah i think i'm going to pack it up there because I said so many random things that I didn't even plan on saying. I hope you don't think I'm a crazy person. I hope you learn something and you don't have to agree with all my ideas, but that's just kind of how I see things. But yes, that is all. And I hope you had a great time listening. I hope you enjoyed this little roller coaster of, a, of an episode. Thank you for listening and I hope you learned something. And I will talk to you again in the next episode. And I hope you have an amazing day today. Or an amazing night. Sweet dreams. (laughs) Alright, bye.